Hi. Oh my God. I'm literally smiling ear to ear right now. Welcome to my first ever podcast, Chronicles of a Curious Soul. My name is Layla Kiriakos, and I'm so excited that you guys are listening here today. So I'm going to set up the scene for you. I'm currently sitting on the floor on my furry white rug in my apartment in LA. There is a white cat sitting next to me, Angel. She's on my red velvet sofa. I have a lightly dimmed lamp on. I got my computer next to me. I currently have my microphone set up on this really cool vintage table that I got off Facebook Marketplace with like a ton of little just like random knickknacks. I have these two cherubs over here, and then I have a Gunner Stahl portrait book. I have some sage. I have a lighter. I have some incense. I have a We're Not Really Strangers game, which I'll get into later. I have some vintage dice, or is it dye? I don't know. I think it's dye, but I'm just going to say dice. I have a Vivian Westwood book. I have a Mugler book. Okay, so that's just like a little bit of me and a table. So welcome to the show. I'm not really defining what this show is going to be yet. You guys are just going to have to trust in me and kind of grow into this process with me. I have always considered myself an extremely curious person. I question everything. Like I ask so many questions. If you know me personally, you know that I am always asking questions. And sometimes I like, it like bothers me when I don't know the answer to something or like I just have to investigate or just like analyze or just like interpret, know why people work the way they do or like, why people do a certain job or like, how does this work? How does this person do this? Like everything is a question if you think about it. Like how are we just like floating in a ball in space and there's like millions and trillions of other planets and like, like, okay, not to go like that deep, but like maybe, like maybe there could be a space episode where we like really dive in and like really talk about it because it's so fascinating. Like, did you know that Neptune, okay, I'm pretty sure I have these facts right, but Neptune, it would take 12 years to get to Neptune. Like what? That's how far away that is. And that's in our solar system. So like what else is out there? And one time, like six months ago, I really got in this like deep hole of space and I was like obsessed for a minute, like watching all these space videos. And I was so intrigued and I was just really inspired by it too. Like space is amazing. And like, just, okay. Yeah. Also just a little preface here. I have undiagnosed ADD. So if I go off topic, which I probably will, you'll know why, but I'm really going to try to hold myself accountable on this podcast to really try to stay on topic. But like I said, sometimes other thoughts will pop up and then we'll maybe like go into a whole nother thing. So other than the fact that I'm just a curious person, let me just give you another definition for the word curious. According to the Oxford language dictionary, curious also means strange or unusual, which I absolutely love because I love strange and weird creature things. I'm a really big fan of Harry Potter and like magical shit and just like weird experiential imaginative things in life. I feel like it really describes myself and also what I'm into. So that could also go into like a whole nother thing of an episode. This podcast isn't going to be like niche or scientific, but more so very fluid and it'll kind of blossom into this beautiful creature. I currently am living alone in LA. I work in the fashion industry as a design assistant. Recently, I've been kind of feeling this like quarter life crisis a little bit. I think it's just at the age, I'm about to be 23. I think 
after graduating college and like moving into a new city, you kind of have these realizations that you're like actually in the real world and you're really an adult now and you have responsibilities and you have a full-time job and like there's no more summer break. There's no more only have class two times a week. Like it's like really going into an office every day for a full work day. And it, I don't know, it's just a, it's a big change. And it's something that people, millions of people do every day. And then once it's like happening to you, of course you kind of like over-dramatize, or maybe this is just me, but like you kind of like over-dramatize it and you feel like you're the only one that like feels this way. And you're going through all these emotions and like changes and friendships and relationships. And it's actually kind of cool that social media is, is like the way it is right now, like TikTok, Instagram, because we're realizing that like, we're actually not that unique. Like we're not actually like alone in this world. And there are so many other people our age who like struggle the same or like going through the same things. And in a way it is comforting because you're not the only one feeling those emotions, but it's also kind of humbling because it's like, oh, I'm not the only one that's dealing with these problems. And and like, they're not even like big issues. Like there's way more bigger issues in the world. But of course, sometimes in our everyday life, it feels like the biggest thing in the world. So yeah, that's been kind of like my life. The fashion industry, if you don't know a lot about the fashion industry or the creative industry, it's a very demanding, it's very fast paced. It's about things happening last minute, how to work in like fast paced environment. And you know, it's a lot, but I absolutely do not take it for granted. I'm so grateful for the position that I'm in and what I do. And I think that is super interesting. This kind of goes into the second definition of curious, like strange and unusual. I have always loved theatrical, magical, like all that type of shit. And like literally Hannah Montana was my icon growing up. Miley World, you know it. You know what I'm talking about. You had that little credit card with Miley World. You got online. You would chat with Miley. Sometimes she'd be in the chat room and it would say Miley in red. Like, do y'all remember that? Just please, does anyone remember this? I was such a big Hannah Montana Miley fan when I was younger. And I think a lot of the stuff like has to do with the way I am today and just like being involved in like Disney, Nickelodeon, like all those shows that was like so good back then. Drake and Josh, That's a Raven, like those were my shows and it kind of like developed later in life. Like then when I was like 12, 13, I was on Tumblr and do I even need to say anything about how dramatic Tumblr was? Tumblr could be a whole episode which would be kind of iconic. Tumblr, like two things. One gave me the sense of humor that I have now because Tumblr humor kind of like went into like Vine humor. And then now there's like a niche of TikTok humor that reminds me of like Tumblr humor, like actually funny, like kind of sarcastic, like not take yourself too seriously kind of humor. Tumblr like literally shaped me into who I am today. I wholeheartedly believe that because it started me early on trends. Like I was this is like, I don't know, this is kind of cringy, but when I was like 12, I was like the biggest Odd Future fan. I had like the watermelon socks, the donut socks, like knew every lyric to the song Oldie. Like what? (laughs) It was literally my personality trait, but I really think it's because Tumblr, like that's how I found out about Frank Ocean, Lana Del Rey, The Weeknd, like it was all from Tumblr. But the second side of Tumblr that wasn't the greatest was I, I do feel like it glamorized depression 
eating disorders, suicide. Like, do people still talk about that nowadays? Like, that really, it really was, what is the thing now people say? Like, core. Yeah, Tumblr core. Like, it was so bad in some ways. And I really feel like I was in eighth grade with, like, no inkling of depression. But when I was getting on Tumblr, I was like, I don't know. It was like almost cool to be depressed. I don't know. It was just like a whole thing. But anyway, that's where I think all of this, I don't even know the word. Maybe it is like a Tumblr thing. Honestly, that is a really interesting theory. Like Tumblr was the start of like this whole, or at least my generation right now, like these models and like these influencers nowadays, like we all started on Tumblr. And Tumblr is still a really good source of inspiration. Like you guys still go on there really good for like reference pictures and quotes and like random rare ass pictures of like celebrities and fashion icons. Like Tumblr is literally where it all started. And I constantly think about that. Also, I'm a double cancer. I have a cancer moon and a cancer sun. So if you know anything about astrology I'm like super emotional, but I mean, I would say that I'm very in tune with my emotions and I've gotten a lot better on how to control them, but I am very sensitive and intuitive and like motherly. And yeah, I just feel everything a lot. And sometimes it's so freaking annoying, but you know, if you can relate, you get it like it's it's a battle between the brain and the heart. Like sometimes I'm like, shut up. Like my brain is like, shut up. Like stop, let it go. And my heart is like still attached, like still into it and like wants to fix it and like wants to be, take care of everyone, like wants everyone to be okay and please them. But like, God, it's like such a battle sometimes. But yeah, like the shift from getting into your adulthood, like your 20s to like 25, probably even more than that. I don't know because I'm not there yet, but like, it's just weird because Like you're not a kid anymore, but I still love some kid things. Like I love watching kid movies or like playing Sims. Like that's kind of fun or like playing the Wii or Xbox. Like that stuff like brings me happiness. And it's kind of something that I think you kind of take for granted when you're a kid and like you just want to grow up. And then when you grow up, you kind of want to like do those activities again because it's like mindless. It's not really focused on work or stressful things. And that's such a good stress reliever. So, you know, I think it's okay to be a little bit of a drama queen sometimes if you're not in a problematic way. Like, that's where I'm drawing the line. Like, you want to be dramatic about the good things in life. Like, that's okay. That's fun. That's, like, fun to be dramatic about wanting to romanticize, like, the amazing things in your life and, like, wanting to be, wanting to really invest in, like, I don't know. Like, I think there's something special about, like, being a deep person and really caring about people and like never let anyone shame you for that. Like it's okay to feel deeply and not everyone else in the world is like you and can understand you. And I think empathic people are like some of the most important people in the world. And I'm not saying that because I'm biased, but I really do think that to a certain extent, because you got to look out for yourself, but you are special and you provide something that maybe someone else can't. Okay, and on that note, wanna be okay. Oh my god, what a bob! Like, freaking loved that movie so much. If you guys go back and watch that movie, 
The outfits are so iconic, so good, so well, I guess they weren't really ahead of their time because that was literally the style in the early 2000s, like 90s, and now it's like back. But definitely go watch that movie for some outfit inspo because now it's like back in style and everything about the movie is so iconic. But that was like one of my favorite movies when I was younger. I really resonated with her because she was such an empath and she was so theatrical and dramatic, but like not in a problematic way. Like she cared about her friend Ella. Like is that thing that was her name? She like really wanted her to, um, well, she kind of manipulated her a little bit, but (laughs) she held herself accountable and she like apologized. And that is such a good movie for everything I'm talking about. Like not being a problematic like being an unproblematic queen, but still being dramatic and like loving her friends and literally praying to that band Siddhartha. Like that was kind of relatable because I kind of did that with One Direction. But (laughs) anyway, love that movie. And I really feel like a lot of us are some drama queens, but you know what? It's okay. And you have to at least be self-aware. If you're a drama queen, admit that you're a drama queen. But what we don't want to be is toxic drama queens. We want to be good drama queens. We want to be emotionally intelligent. We want to remember that it's okay to have a lot of emotions and to be empathetic. But, you know, also check yourself. You can't expect people to act the way you do because you're different and not everyone is going to see eye to eye. Okay, I've got my first question of the podcast. If I didn't already ask one, but I'm going to ask Google why are people empaths? Because this is interesting to me. Like, are you born an empath or do you develop empath, empathy, empathy? (laughs) Okay. I couldn't think of the word. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, this source. Okay. Also take this all with a grain of salt because this is the internet and the internet lies and you shouldn't believe everything you read on the internet, but I'm about to read this. Okay, it says MRI scans have shown that when a highly empathetic individual observes another person who is experiencing a range of emotions, the empath's brain fires off the same neural circuits, making the empath feel what the other person is feeling. Oh my God. Like, wow. Because that has really happened to me before. It happens to me like every day, which is why sometimes it's really hard for me and my relationships with people in my life to like set boundaries sometimes or, you know, not have to please them because I'm constantly putting myself in other people's shoes that it's like really tiring sometimes. And it's also as I've gotten older and, you know, as you get older, you realize that, wait, not everyone puts themselves in other people's shoes. Not everyone's an empath. Like that's a thing. And it's kind of revealing. It's like, whoa, like really not everyone is like you. And you have to remember that people were raised different. People had different circumstances. Like people are more privileged than others. Like it's all the, a mix of things that makes everyone different, which is also so important in your adult life when you're making new friends and like you're meeting new people. It's so interesting and fascinating. Like when people are brought up differently or they just have different things or, you know, something that bothers you might not bother them or something that bothers them might not bother you. And it's just so interesting. And it's actually cool though, that everyone's different because that would suck if everyone was the same person. So odds are, if you're a drama queen, you're probably empathetic. So here are some signs of an empathetic person, which 
I don't really resonate with some of these, but I'm just going to read them. No, no, no. Okay. So one, you feed off of others' energy. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. I feel like when, have you ever been with like a friend or just a person who's like in a bad mood and they're giving off this really bad vibe and it's like hard for you to shake it. Like you just feel their energy like sucking off of you. I don't know. Like sometimes I think there really is such thing as like energy vampires and people who really like feed off of you and they could be in like a really bad mood and they know that you have like a bring like a really good aura or really good presence. And if you leave, and sometimes you'll leave that friend or that person like feeling really empty. And I feel like you should listen to that because odds are they're probably trying to get your energy a little bit. Like they're not doing so well with theirs and you should probably really protect your energy. That's when a lot of people say, like a lot of people say protect your energy. And I think sometimes it's kind of just like nonchalant thing to say, but it's actually like when people say that, it's like really real. Like you really got to protect your energy. You really got to step away from people who are giving you bad energy. Okay. Number two, you worry about what others think of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you feel everything deeply. Friends often ask you for advice. You pick up on the vibes instantly. Oh yeah. We know. We know what's going on as soon as we come in the room. We know the vibe. Okay. You are a natural healer. Love that one. You are highly sensitive. Your love is over the top. Totally can see that. Human lie detector. Ooh, yeah. Like, you prefer deep conversations over small talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like, ooh, I just really can't with ingenuine, superficial people. I highly value genuineness over superficial or ingenuineness. Okay, we're gonna do, I'm going to do two more and then you guys can self-diagnose yourself if you feel like you're an empath or not. <laughs> okay, second to last. Okay, you have the gift of emotionally healing others. Ooh, see, that is special. Like, don't be ashamed if you're an emotional person or someone has called you sensitive before. The last one is you have a problem with downplaying your own problems. Ooh, yeah you feel like maybe you're always giving excuses for the other person who has caused you harm or you're always like playing devil's advocate and like making things okay when like really they're not okay and really you shouldn't let people walk on you or you really shouldn't let people treat you a certain way. I wish you guys could see me right now because I'm like really talking with my hands like overly dramatic, but you know, maybe that's just because I'm a little bit of a drama queen and I have to talk with my hands. Like, no, one time in school, we did this like practice where we had to sit on our hands and talk. And I was really struggling because everything I wanted to say, I wanted to talk with my hands. <laughs> like actually try that. It's really hard. Wow. Like, see, I didn't really know we were going to get into this. I promise it's not going to be like this emotional and deep every episode, but I kind of wanted the first one to be a little bit, you know, dramatic because had to, had to sprinkle that in a little, but I promise every episode is literally going to be different. Like for real. Okay. So now that you've self-diagnosed whether or not you are an empath or you're not an empath, and also it's okay if you're not an empath, like honestly, low-key kind of jealous of you sometimes because I don't really want to be feeling this much like I do. So kind of am envious of that, but you know, okay. So anyway, on this topic, I think that 
the past few years, you know, we've gone through a lot with COVID and there's just been a lot going on in the world. Like in, in America, just like tons of shit going on. I also feel like mental health issues have been way more talked about, way more accepted. There's like less of a stigma, which is so amazing and great. And I think that the years of 2020 to like now have been such, have been, I mean, I think, I don't think that I'm just speaking for myself here, but I think that they've been like healing years. And I think a lot of people have looked within and been more accepting of themselves and wanting to grow and heal and work on themselves and learn things and hold themselves accountable and like go to therapy or mend things with a friend or just like things like that. And I think that is so amazing. And I also think that the rise of the internet does put like this pressure on us to I actually really want to do an episode on this about like the rise of the internet and social media and like people becoming overnight stars on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, like all these things. And it kind of puts this pressure on us as like 20 year olds to be millionaires or to like have a successful brand or to be like living lavishly like we see on Instagram. And it's so crazy because like our parents some of our parents like didn't even do that until they were like in their way late ages, like 50, six, like, you know, like, or I guess like 40, 50, I don't know. But like, that's when typically people used to like be more successful and like have more money. But like now, I mean, 20 year olds can be like way richer than like any 50 year old. It's just really crazy. And I do blame the internet for that. And I do think the internet has also made that possible, but it's also like added so much pressure to people, but it's also been like humbling, but you also realize that there's so many other people just like you. Okay. Because before the internet or not before the internet, but before the rise of the internet, like before social media was big, whenever there was just MySpace and like Facebook was just starting, like things were more simple. For an example, before the internet was what it is today, High School Musical 2, okay? High School Musical 2 released in 2007, premiered on Disney Channel, right? I vividly remember where I was. Try to picture where you were if you watched it. But I vividly remember I was on vacation. I was with my family. We were staying at a beach house. I remember my cousins were older than me, like boys. They didn't really care to watch it, but I was really excited to watch it. So I'm like really excited to watch it. Me and my mom went to a room by ourselves and she stayed in the room with me while I watched the premiere of High School Musical 2. And then I'm pretty sure the first episode of Phineas and Burt came on after that. But anyway, so I'm watching this movie. I'm experiencing it for the first time. There's no social media. There's no me live tweeting, me texting my friends. Did you see what happened? OMG. Like I'm literally like eight years old watching this, like fully paying attention, like fully loving it, every minute of it. Do you know how many people watched that movie? 17 million people watched the premiere broadcast. 17 million in 2007 before the internet had the rise, right? It broke the record as the highest viewed basic cable telecast at the time 
2007 in the U.S. Like it broke the record. I think the first one was like some sports game. Broke the record, okay? That just like puts it into perspective how many people there always was when we were that age or in the age range. How many kids were out there living the same lives, but we didn't have social media to talk about it. Like that is so interesting to me. And it's like we grew up feeling like we were all unique or, I mean, we are unique. But like, do you know what I mean? Like life was just more simple back then. And I do wonder, I do sometimes ponder what it would be like and kind of like this longing of like what it would be like if there wasn't social media right now. Like what if we were just day by day experiencing things the way we're experiencing things? Like try to picture where you were if you watched it. But I vividly remember I was on vacation. I was with my family. We were staying at a beach house. I'm like really excited to watch it. Me and my mom went to a room by ourselves and she stayed in the room with me while I watched the premiere of High School Musical 2. And then I'm pretty sure the first episode of Phineas and Ferb came on after that. Just like, I, I mean, I could go on and on, like discovering new designers or music or trends. Like TikTok has like taught me so many things, like tips or like restaurants to go to. Like it, the internet is amazing, but I'm just putting it into perspective. Like, how many people there were still around, like our age, even in 2007. But like, because we didn't have the internet, we didn't really know. We were just like living life obliviously, kind of. Don't have to update people, don't have to know what's going on. But also it's been like such an amazing thing at the same time. Like people with small businesses or just like, I mean, I could go on and on, like discovering new designers or music or trends. Like TikTok has like taught me so many things. Like tips or like restaurants to go to. Like the internet is amazing, but I'm just putting it into perspective. Like how many people there were still around like our age, even in 2007, but like, because we didn't have the internet, we didn't really know. And we were just like living life obliviously kind of, but it's like cool. It's cool now to get these people on the internet and be like, OMG, remember when like, what was like a scandal? Okay. Remember when like Miley and Nick were dating and then they broke up and then Nick dated Selena Gomez and there was like drama and then Miley and Mandy I think made that video and then Demi, Demi and Selena made that video and it was like beef on like Twitter and YouTube like that type of stuff like that was fun and that was that was our tea back then and then that was it like there was no further investigative and there was no we didn't know like everything about celebrities since this is my first episode I kind of get to like try out these things, these segments, these like weird things I want to add and I can get your feedback and get your opinion and see if you like it. Okay. Now it's time for a little segment I'd like to call. Dig deeper. Okay. So the questions I'm going to be asking are from one of my favorite games and brands. We're not really strangers. If you guys don't know what this brand is, so freaking cool. Go follow them on Instagram. Anyway, they have a card game. It's basically like different levels and you basically play, you can play, of course you can play with someone you know or a stranger and it kind of gets you both to like grow and both to look at yourselves and then also look at each other and I'm talking like figuratively and like really it gets deep like it really does okay so 
I'm going to be asking, basically, I'm going to be asking you as the audience this question, and I'm also going to be answering it myself. So let's really dig deep here. The question of the week is, how can you become a better person? Think about that. What can you do to become a better person? What can I do to become a better person? I think that I'm always trying to be self-aware, sometimes too self-aware, and I'm constantly, I am constantly trying to get better and be better. I think right now something I'd like to get better at, something I'd like to get better at is patience. Patience, one, with myself, because I think that would make me a better person, but also patience with others and allowing people like, I don't know, sometimes I get annoyed so quickly when things don't happen fast or yeah, like, or it's kind of like with myself, if I can't get something done fast, I get like upset. And I think right now I could really learn patience and also listening more and like not thinking of an immediate reaction to say, like, I would like to work on just listening, being more calm, like instead of immediately thinking of a reaction or reacting immediately. Like I'd like to just take things in a little bit more, just be more patient in general and like more calm. And because I am a very deep person, I want this podcast to get into some nitty gritty topics. I want to discuss. I want to interpret. I want to make sense or not make sense of my thoughts because my thoughts do be kind of like getting in like stream of consciousness and it's kind of like go and pop up and like question this, question that. But that's what this platform is for, my thoughts, but not just my thoughts. I also want to hear from you guys. I'm going to open up this link. So if you go to Chronicles of a Curious Soul on Instagram, there is a link in the bio and you can let me know what you liked about this episode or what you didn't like. And also I would like to open my DMs up to sending listener voicemails. So I think voicemails are so underrated. I literally love getting voicemails, but like no one leaves them anymore. They're so cute. They're like little messages of you like actually talking. They're kind of like audio recordings, which I really like, like voice memos. It's really fun to send each other. Anyway, I want to open it up to the listeners. And if you are interested in hearing a topic or if you have an opinion on a topic, let me know what you think. I want to know your thoughts and opinions. I'm probably going to post like a topic of what I'm doing, what I'm covering every week, and then open it up to what you think and your opinion. Or you can like ask me a question. I am also planning on having other curious guests on and diving into their world, of course, asking them a million questions because I feel like I have met some pretty interesting people in my life, especially in the creative industry, and I have a few in mind, and I think that would be so interesting for you guys to hear. And everyone is literally different. Everyone has a different life. They all do different things. They think differently. They're different people, and that is so fascinating to me. Okay, stay curious. No, I'm just kidding. That is so cringy, but like kind of, but I can't. I got to I got to come up with something. Got to come up with something to say there. So, you know, let me know <laughs> something to do with staying curious, but not stay curious because I really don't like that quote. Even though it's like a good quote, it just reminds me of like something like a mom would have printed out from Pinterest like hanging in her living room. Like kind of cringy. Okay. Anyway, love you. Thank you for listening. See you next week.